This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. Welcome back to Leland Kill with Tian and Baja. Welcome back. Welcome back from a week ago. Yeah, I was going to say because it was Gay News Week a minute ago, but that's all right. We were just listening to Mirrors, so, you know, we're just excited. I am, I am. There's lots of reflections going on. Look, if you'd like to send us a text, feel free to do so on 0427 Joy 949, or you can email it on air at joy.org.au. Now, we are here every Wednesday at 8. We are. Until 9. That is correct, yes. <laughs> I'm thinking, hold on, no, trick question? No, it's not a trick question. <laughs> Terrible. And, Basha, what is on the show tonight? We're going to be chatting about late-blooming lesbians. And not that I don't think now that I'm one of those anymore. People that are well into their 30s, 40s and even 50s, 60s who are figuring out that they're a sister. So, yes, we're going to be talking about them. <laughs> we're also going to let you know all about Lesfest. I'm excited. I'm excited too because this is one of your little babies. Mm -hmm. And we finally promised to play the clip of lesbians reacting to lesbian porn. We're going to give everyone a bit of a a warning because... Even though it's bleeped, some of the words occasionally you can sort of make the gist out of what they're saying. It's not really bleeped. Yeah, it's sort of, yeah, it's sort of cut. Like. It's just, it's it's clear what they're talking about, but, you know, we'll play it towards the end of the show, so you've got plenty of time to put the kids to bed. Yes. <laughs> just in case. Or if, if, you're, if you're one of the kids, then you can go to bed near the end of the show. Yeah. In and fact, if, you should be in bed already. <laughs> it's eight o'clock. Anyway, and, of course, what's happening this weekend. We're going to tell you all about that. There's not a lot. There's not a lot. Just, no. a, just a warning. There's not a lot happening this weekend. <laughs> hey, that's good. Go go watch a movie. <laughs> I did put on our Facebook page asking if anyone knew of anything was on that, that was on this weekend, they should let us know. So if you do know anything, send us a text on 0427JOY949 or email it on it at joy.org.au. You can go to joy.org.au right now, Basha, and our program link banner is on the right-hand side of the screen, and you can yes. click on that and connect with us on social media like Facebook or send us an email. Yes. Well, listen to our podcast. Yes, which I just posted last week's podcast. Oh. Sounds very good. We're on time. I know. I'm impressed. While listening to what's happening in our parliament, I was busy <laughs> posting our... So there thing. is a bit of craziness going on in the parliament right now. I've been told that Kevin Rudd is in and Julia Gillard is out, but I'm not surprised. Yeah, really? I wasn't surprised either, but, you know. Because I was always just under the impression that Julia Gillard was in there temporarily because Kevin Rudd's votes were dropping so terribly towards the election date. And so they thought, well, we'll throw her in for the meantime and she can, you know, which is what they did the roost over this term. And then when K Rudd, you know, in the background will pick up his votes again and become more popular and yes, but have he fun actually, on Twitter. He actually caused a big problem before the, the last election because he was sharing information that he shouldn't have and he was spreading rumours and things like that and he did a lot of stuff that he shouldn't have done and it cost them many seats and it cost them a lot in the polls and then they vote him back. I don't get it but you know that's just me. Well I always just thought it was a temporary measure that she was just put in there to look after things for a while while he got his votes back up and made lots well, of friends. Well I thought Tony was and... the same thing but it doesn't look that way you know. Let's not even talk about him right now. <laughs> Yes. And look, oh, see, Johnny's back. Your, your favourite. And he's not a sicko or a stalker. <laughs> he's sharing that, that, that he just thinks you've got a sexy voice and that he loves us. 
And I'm just wondering if it was today while listening to the Royal Daltons that I heard that Johnny mentioned there was a Johnny that messaged in saying to one of the presenters that they had a lovely voice. And I was just wondering Mm. if this is your Johnny. Is it the same Johnny? Is he cheating on you? I feel like he might be cheating on me. It could be a completely different Johnny. (laughs) It is quite a popular name. So, you know, there could be more than one in the country. We could trace that phone number, no? (laughs) We won't do that. We won't do that. Look, yeah, if you do want to send us a text, feel free to do so. 0427 JOY 949 is the number. Or you can email us at onair at joy.org.au. You're with Basha and Tian. This is our show, Lay Link, and you're on Joy. Welcome back to Lay Link. You're with Basha and Tian on Joy 94.9. Yes, thank you. And I have to apologise to uh, Johnny because I just found the uh, old message that he wrote and he wrote that, sorry, but Tian has the sexiest voice. Love, Johnny. But your voice is quite sexy, Mikey. So... They, they read it out wrong. I was driving in the car and went, Really? Mm. So, Johnny, my apologies. So, so <laughs> he, he still thinks they so. They twisted that a little bit, didn't mm. they? Maybe Sneaky. they didn't read about Tian. Sneaky boys. There you go. We might have to have words with them about that. That's all right. Credit where credit's due. Ah, they may have been scared to pronounce your name or something. Possibly. If you want to send us a text, you can do so by doing that on 0427 JOY 949 or emailing it on air at joy.org.au. You can even call 1300 JOY 949, which Brian did. Yes, Brian from Albert Park called and said, hi, Brian, and he said he loves our music. I've never had a call before, I don't think. Have we ever had a call before? We did once. We did once. <laughs> We're in the studio. We can't take calls. It didn't, it didn't give me as, as many happy feelings as Brian's phone call I gave know. me. See? <laughs> We're feeling the love. Thank you, people. No, that was Tonight Only, We Run the Night. It's a very good song. It, may, it gives you good memories, doesn't it, Basha? It does. It makes me think of Aurélie. Aurélie. Our little French friend. Our French friend. Our little French friend who's back in France. Yeah. She was visiting us for a, a year and a bit, travelling around Australia. Bit of an extended a, holiday in the the good old Melbourne. Yes, she mm. was a she was a fun girl. Mm. Had a if, lot of laughs with her. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny. All right, now look, I did come across an article online, Basha. Would you like to tell us a little bit about it? Was this the one about late blooming lesbians? Yes, late bloomers. Late bloomers. Makes you think of that Christmas song. <laughs> I'll be home Snow for White. Christmas. No Snow White boomers. You remember that? No. It, well, they they turned it into like an Aussie Christmas song, Snow White Boomers. No, sorry. It was like, Snow White Boomers means like white kangaroos. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. I was probably overseas at the time that the song came out, so I probably didn't know oh, it, you know. Okay. Probably didn't hit the charts I'm in Germany. I'm find the lyrics for you. That'd be great. Yeah. We can play it at Christmas. It's quite catchy. That'd be great. Mm. So, yes, you were talking, you sent me an article about late-blooming lesbians. Yes. And I always thought that I was one of those because I figured out I was a lesbian when I was about 25. You are wrong. And then I read the article and went, Oh, I'm just a baby. <laughs> you, are, you are just a baby. These women are in their 40s. 40s, 50s, 60s. Yes. Uh, the most notable them... one was Meredith Baxter. And who was Meredith Baxter? Meredith Baxter. She used to play the mother in Family Ties. So there's going back your television trivia. <laughs> so if you remember the mother, the lovely blonde-haired lady with all the kids and Alex and all that, and Mallory, and I can't remember the, the daughter's <laughs> name. Okay. But, yeah, she played the mother and she started dating women, I think, about 10 years ago and then she officially came out, I think, in 2009. Mm. And, yeah, so... so She was and, a late bloomer. Yes, yeah, so I believe she's in her 60s now. Gosh. So, yeah, so 
That's late blooming for you. That is late blooming lesbianism, uh, which can be defined as a woman who may or may not spend her younger years going through life dating men, may not date anyone at all, may consider herself possibly asexual, and then later in life, 40s, 50s, 60s, all of a sudden just goes, closet, I'm coming out. Yes. And she becomes fabulous. Yes, yes, they do. Yes, they do. They, they seriously do. They really do. And it's great because we need more members in the fold and so we'll take them all. <laughs> come taking, one, come all, ladies. Taking applications <laughs> this week for lesbianism. Yeah, no, it, it is interesting, the idea of someone doing that because I don't think I could have gone right through life not knowing. And I, I, I guess that doesn't really match up in my head. But if, if you're a late bloomer whether you're male or female, we don't mind, then maybe you want to send us a text and, and tell us what happened with you on 0427JOY949. Because late blooming is it's interesting, isn't it? It is, because I remember having a discussion with a lot of the girls within the community and they were talking about the fact that most of the women in their 30s that I'd met in the group were discussing this, that most of them didn't figure it out until they were in their 20s, late 30s, that they were attracted to women and then said, OK, I'm either bisexual or I'm a lesbian, and then made that transition and... And we were discussing the fact that it was astounding for us to see kids, teenagers, figuring this out at age 12, 15, 16, that they're like, oh, yeah, I'm gay, and ran with it. <laughs> and we were like, wow. And we equated the fact that we thought that it had to do with the fact that we didn't really have any gay role models. There weren't people on television. It wasn't discussed. We didn't have that. And I think that's one of the reasons why we didn't know you know, when I talked to some of my friends and we discussed it, things that I thought were okay, it turned out my straight friends weren't having the same thoughts that I was having. It was like, oh, and had I shared that, you know, then I probably would have figured it out. But I didn't share it because I just figured it was normal. And then later on, when I was talking to some of the girls, I went, oh, you do that too. Oh, so, so straight women don't do that. Oh, Okay, good to know. And I and I think that's the thing. And I think these women, you know, especially these women in their 40s and 50s, I think they've, you know, gone out of school, they've gone into work or, or you know, they got married, had kids, had all that. And then as they get off into the, their later years in life, usually when their kids start becoming quite independent and they're not as reliant on them, they start realising that maybe their relationship with their husbands is friendship. They start looking at certain people and they start deciding, oh, you know, <laughs> I've got a thing for, you know, my son's <laughs> primary school teacher or something, whatever, you know. <laughs> and, and I think that... I'm just letting you go. You I know, know. I'm just letting you go. I know. This. But you seem like you're on a roll. <laughs> Yeah, because it's just it's a funny phenomena, and I and I think that they're discussing the fact that they the fact that they feel that women's sexuality is more fluid, and that's probably why these women are, are doing this. I don't know, right? Do do you think that? I agree. I agree, but I also think that you know women nowadays that are in their forties, fifties, and sixties, you know, back then there probably was a lot more pressure to find a man, get married, have kids, settle down. Now we're at a point where everything in the world is questioned. Everything is is up as an option. You know, divorce rates are going up because people realise that it's okay to get divorced. And, you know, that's been a constant thing that's been happening over time. But also these women are now realising, oh, okay, well, maybe I can have a go at this. I couldn't yeah. back then. Maybe I can now. Because some of the articles I was reading, people were, the, the, some of the ladies were saying that they didn't even realise it at the time and that they didn't even associate these feelings at the time. They just didn't think about them. And later on in life, maybe when they didn't have all those pressures of the family and everything in their life, that they then sat down quietly and thought about it and went, oh, 
you know, and, and then made those decisions. You know, I've never heard of a late-blooming gay man. Well, I remember watching an Oprah Winfrey many, many years ago while she was still on, and she was discussing this, this phenomenon about these, these people that had, you know, mainly females who decided that, oh, my God, they'd just discovered that they were lesbian. And the funny thing is she had one of the girls from the real L word, you know, the blonde one, what was her name? Phyllis. No, the one that was the real L word, the one that was getting married. Oh, season the real one. L word. Season one, the real, yeah, season one. The lesbian, the lesbian with the, that was getting married. Come on, I can't think of her. Why do you name. keep doing that with your face? Because her eyes were very far apart. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way I can remember this lady. <laughs> Jill, I think her name was. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway. Oh, wow. And on this particular show, she was talking to a, to a lady who had decided that she was a lesbian and she then went to her husband and told him this and he was so relieved because it turned out he was gay. <laughs> and they now, they have, I think, one child, if not two. They've both separated. They've both married their respective partners and they have lovely times together. So these kids have two dads, two mums, and they're, they're all okay with it. So it's, it's good to see that. I agree. Mm. It's very good. Send us a text in the studio right now on 0427 join 949 or even email at onair at joy.org.au. All right, look, you are with Basha and Tian. This is our show, The Link on Joy. You're listening to the Sapphic Sisterhood, Basha and Tian. Laylink on Joy 94.9. So, yes, tell me about this article you, you had because they're going to do research, I believe. Which one? Oh, sorry, the Guardian one. The Guardian one. The oh, one there. that you sent me. Right. Kira Cochran. Yes, that one. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> you ready? Yeah. For Karen Strock, Strock, her name, the revelation came when she was 44. She'd met her husband, a terrific guy, very sweet, at high school when she was 16, had been married to him for 25 years, had two dearly loved children, and what she describes as a white picket fence existence in New York. Then one day, sitting opposite her best friend, she realised, oh my gosh, I'm in love with this woman. The notion that she might have been a lesbian had never occurred to her before. If you'd asked me the previous year, I would have replied, I know exactly who I am and what I am, and I am not a lesbian, nor could I ever be one. From the moment Strock's understanding of her sexuality changed completely. Yes, see. She felt compelled to tell her friend, but her attraction wasn't reciprocated. At first, she wasn't sure whether she had feelings for women in general or just this one in particular, but she gradually came to realise and accept that she was a lesbian. She also started to realise that her experience wasn't unusual. Strock decided to interview other married women who had fallen in love with women. Putting up flyers in theatres and bookstores, women started contacting me from across the country, she says. Everyone knew someone who knew someone in this situation. The interviews became a book, Married Women Who Love Women and when it came to writing the second edition, Strock turned to the internet for interviewees. Within days, she says, more women had contacted her than she could ever actually speak to. See? With a lot of people. There's a lot of people. Late-blooming lesbians, women who discover or declare same-sex feelings in their 30s and beyond, have attracted... See, I'm very kind. I was saying 40s, 50s, 60s. They're saying 30 and onwards. Why not? Hmm. Anyway, yes, so same-sex feelings in their 30s and beyond have attracted increasing attention over the last few years, partly due to the clutch of glamorous, high-profile women who have come out after heterosexual relationships. Cynthia Nixon, for instance, who plays Miranda in Sex and the City, was in a heterosexual relationship for 15 years and had two children before falling for her current partner, Christine Marinoni, in 2004. Last year, it was reported that the British singer Alison Goldfrapp, who is in her mid-40s, has started a relationship with film editor Lisa Gunning. The actor Portia de Rossi was married to a man before coming out and falling in love with the comedian and talk show host Ellen DeGeneres, whom she married in 2008. And then, 
to top it off, there's the British retail advisor and television star Mary Portis, who was married to a man for 13 years and had two children before getting together with Melanie Ricky, the fashion editor-at-large of Grazia magazine. At their civil partnership earlier this year, the pair beamed for the cameras in beautiful custom-made Antonio Berardi dresses. I don't know why that's important, but for some reason, me, being an engaged lady, I needed to know that detail. Are you good? Yeah. I'm like buzzing you with information. I know you I? are. It's just funny because it's just when I read that, you know, they were talking about the fact that, that <clears throat> Portia Del Rossi was married to a man. Uh, he was actually a gay man <laughs> and uh, they basically were using each other for covers. Yeah. And she did that only purely <laughs> to not ruin her career that was starting as she was in Ali Beale because they were all Ali over McBeal. her. Ali Beale. Ali Yes, see, there you go. Ali Beal. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember God, the name. I wasn't focusing uh, on her during that the, time. The <laughs> I'm subject... I'm going to go on. The subject has now begun attracting academic attention. Next month at the American Psychological Association's annual convention in San Diego, a session entitled Sexual Fluidity and Late Blooming Lesbians is due to showcase a range of research, including a study by Chris, Kristen Morin, who decided to look at the lives of women who had experienced the same-sex attraction when they were over 30 and married to a man. Interesting. Yes, and then they talk later on about Dr Lisa Diamond from the University of Utah has been following a group of 79 women for 15 years, tracking the, the shifting of their sexual identity. Hmm. So it'll be interesting to see the results of that. It's interesting, isn't it? Yes, and we've had a few messages in. Matt has told us it's the six white bombers. Bombers. I or thought boomers. Boomers. Yeah, boomers. Six, six white boomers. And Johnny's glad that I retracted my earlier statement. Okay, Sorry, Johnny. Yes, I did check. Six white boomers. There you go. It was like six white boomers, six white boomers racing Santa Claus through the blazing sun. It's not Christmas yet. Something like Let's that. Let's focus on, on late blooming Sorry. lesbians. Sorry. But see, I found something interesting. Joanna Fleischer, she's the author of Living Two Lives, Married to a Man and in Love with a Woman. And she wrote this book back in, I think, a few years ago. And she was talking about the fact that yes that during the 70s she fell in love with a woman after 12 years of marriage and two young daughters i realized that my sexuality had been misdirected then one weekend in 1978 i attended a weekend seminar where i couldn't take my eyes off the tall earthy 50 something woman who was known as an out lesbian professional at a college (laughs) i love that they always say professional lesbian like it's a thing you know it is a thing I'm a professional lesbian. So you, you in particular, are a professional lesbian. How, how do you become? Sorry, what does that mean? Because to, to be a professional wrestler, that means that you you do it professionally and earn money from it. That, <laughs> oh, I don't actually. Yes, yeah, I see, get what you mean. Yes, yeah, see, I don't earn money from. I'm being, a professional lesbian. Yes, yeah, see, well, they're trying to say we're on that the radio, so technically we are professional <laughs> lesbians. <laughs> but I think what they're saying by professional lesbian is they're trying to say that they're they're a woman that's probably you know got a career and is, is a professional lady and wears a suit or whatever to work and blah 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 but when they say the word professional lesbian it just comes across a little (laughs) bit wrong I always always question that professional lesbian I charge by the hour Mm. I don't actually I don't but I was reading some of uh, Joanna Fleischer's book because thanks to some software that you can actually go and read some of the it's it's perfectly legal as you go to buy a book (laughs) you can look inside the book and (laughs) you can ask to see I I know you did it's like (laughs) no no you can go and look at you don't see the whole book you just see like the beginning the contents and then can we get on with it chapters and yeah she was talking about the fact that she didn't know how to contact women as well and she found it difficult by putting up flyers and things like that now she says with the internet it's just so much easier now to create a group and have these women because she rang up lifeline uh, no the lesbian the gay and lesbian switchboard 
and she rang them up to say that she's in love with a woman and she was crying on the phone and, and the guy on the phone went yeah and and he's like hold on uh, I married her kids you know her whole life's crumbling and, and he just wasn't giving her the advice that she wanted and the help and that's why she started to look then for other areas but we are talking back in the 70s you know yeah mm. so we'll put that in context yes it wasn't today and it wasn't in Australia <laughs> this was in America yeah and it was yes back in the 70s where they just weren't they just didn't understand this yeah and and now it's a lot easier that these women can go and there are forums online there are places you know there's even latebloomers.com really where these, yeah these women just post pictures of themselves are and there you was sure? one yeah i went on the website normal it's not like a Oh, there was this like this these two women in their seventies. They were quite happy, and one of them was a labelled as a sex kitten. <laughs> and I was like, "Whoa! When I'm in my seventies, I want to be labelled as a sex kitten." <laughs> terrible. All right, we, we are going to come back to this for a little bit more of a chat. But if you like to send us a text, feel free to do so. You can do that on oh four two seven joy nine four nine. That's oh four two seven five six nine nine four nine. Or you can email it on air at joy You with Vasha and Tian. This is our show. Leilink and you're on Joy. And welcome back to Leilink here with Vasha and Tian on Joy 94.9 coming to you live from Melbourne, Australia and very happy to be here. Send us a text if you like on 0427JOY949 or email it on air at joy.org.au. You can even head to joy.org.au right now. Find the program banner for Leilink on the right-hand side of the screen and link up with us on social media because we like it when you like us. We do. Now, we've been talking about late-blooming lesbians. Yes. And it turns out that lady, I just Googled it, she was 83. She was in a... 50-year relationship with her loving partner so that's beautiful that is beautiful at 83 to be called a sex kitten you go woman you rock anyway <laughs> so les fest what is it where is it what's happening well i, thought I want it was, deets i thought it was important to talk about les fest because it's not very often that we get a massive lesbian event that's huge and that's welcoming every state all at the same time like we have our events and stuff that go off and they're really cool but this one it has received and it goes for a weekend, so it goes, that's yeah. yeah, it goes for quite a while. Think of it as like Three days lesbian <laughs> spring break. <laughs> yeah. So it's interesting, but I've got a lot of info here to share with you. So Good. Lesfest Ladies Who Love Ladies Festival is an exclusive invite-only festival held in one of Australia's best tropical holiday locations where the Great Barrier Reef meets the Daintree Rainforest, both World Heritage listed and a must to tick off your bucket list. The host location is Australia's only exclusively gay and lesbian resort, Turtle Cove Beach Resort. This private beachfront resort, secluded and piece of paradise, is halfway between Cairns and Port Douglas. It's beautiful there. Mm. The Turtle Cove is well known for its beautiful natural surroundings and absolute beachfront location. Lesfest Tropical Paradise 2013 will be held over a long weekend, October 5th to 7th, and features some of Australia's top lesbian talent. Only 200 tickets are going to be sold. Tickets will go on sale in the coming weeks, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Got to be 18 years plus and female to attend the event. Anyway, so do you want to know what's happening? Because they've only got 200 tickets and they said that you have to go by invite only. So I'm presuming you have to send them an email. Yes, you have to email them. And hopefully get some... I'm going to give you the links to the websites and stuff in a minute. And hopefully get in. Hold your horses on. Yeah, right. Calm right. I was just clarifying. Calm down. Okay. Now, you know, you can tell us what's happening on the Three Days of Loving. The Three Days of Loving, there is an all-day pool party, hot lesbian oil wrestling, there is a drag king show, there is hot, hot entertainment... Touch football, beach volleyball, tattooist and piercer on site. Nice. Sex toy and lingerie show, private beach location, plus much more. Hmm. 
They've got lots of info here. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, I do, actually. You got me all excited yeah, now. It's, it does sound good, it doesn't it? It does sound pretty good, yeah. It's good. <laughs> I think you had me at the, the hot, maybe, hot maybe I should do wrestling. Maybe I should do this for my hen's weekend instead. Just go party for the whole weekend. So uh, there is ticket information on the website, which you can find out by going to www.lesfest.com.au. That's where you find all the information about ticket prices. Choose your accommodation. You really should be booking your accommodation ASAP. Okay, you go. but you're staying in the resort. Well, you can stay at the resort if you would like, but there's only 30 rooms available at Turtle Cove Beach Resort. Oh. So they're probably already booked. Okay, yeah. I thought it was a big resort. There no. you go. No, but they do have package deals at the different resorts that you can find information about that on mm-hmm. their website. There's no parking available except for in-house guests at the beach resort during the events due to the exclusive and private venue and remote nature of the location, but they can organise coach transfers you can find more information about that there's lots of other stuff there's food information about buying food on site which is always good i just love that they're having a a fashion sex toy and lingerie show yeah well that's important (laughs) oh it is important i just think it's just going to be entertaining (laughs) that's what you're going to see coming down the uh Um, runway they've got a list of what to bring good uh, which is always important Mm. when you're going on holiday yes so sunscreen bikinis or bodies are you a bikini or body person, Basha? A uh, bikini. You're a bikini person, really? Yeah, I don't like bodies. Really? I'm a hessian sack kind of girl myself. <laughs> yeah, no, not, singlet, not a big... Singlet and bikini bottoms because I like to show off the tattoo. Yeah. Because I figure no one's looking at my cellulite because they're too distracted by the giant tattoo on my leg, so I don't mind wearing bikini bottoms. <laughs> See? That's my logic, but it hasn't failed me to date. See? Mm. That, that stems back to last week's show. We were talking about body image, yeah, see? there you go. Beach towel, fluoro gear for fluoro dance party on Sunday night. Yes. Hawaiian <laughs> gear for Monday Hawaiian music recovery. They've thought of everything, haven't they? Mm. Picnic rug and blanket sunscreen, plenty of cash and a party attitude. I just love, see, see when the gay community organises something, <laughs> they give you all the deets, they what do. to wear, what to pack, where to so stay. So planned. Everything planned. It's perfect. So I planned. love it. They've got lots of little eventy things that they're going to be doing over the weekend. It, it's quite interesting. They've got like meet and greet things going on particular dinners you can go to there's comedy stand-up bonfires on the beach weather permitting of course but they're saying that you can bring a musical instrument and have a jam and enjoy the bonfire on the beach or chill out to tunes in the sandbar it's actually a bar called a sandbar i like that mm. i like a little pun I like it all right all day pool party entertainment night show fluoro dance party meet a mate so for people who might be single and want to meet a friend then they can go to the meet a mate party in the morning. I don't mm-hmm. know what's in the morning because it's not very conducive for love. <laughs> it's Sunday morning too. Nobody wants to see me on a Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> not actually <laughs> dancing all night Sunday night. But yeah, Barbecue. maybe maybe this is for the people who didn't hook up on the at the bonfire by the beach on the Saturday night. Yeah, that they you know maybe the early risers. Yeah, who went to bed early. There's recovery sessions, there are prizes and awards and bits and pieces that are going on and barbecues on the beach and, you know, just, I really like this idea. Well, look, I've been saying that we need our own, you know, diner. Sure. Yeah, in, in Australia because... We've got the, the beautiful scenery. We've got the women. Let's go. Let's just <laughs> hang out somewhere, take over some place and just turn it into women's only weekend, you know. <laughs> 
So Lesfest is, as I said, October 5th to 7 and features some of Australia's top lesbian talent. If you want to check out more about them, go to facebook.com forward slash lesfest or www.lesfest.com.au and I'm sure you'll find out anything you need to know there. October 5th to 7th, Basha. That is great. I'm just chock full of... Helpful info, aren't I? You are. <laughs> and we'll be back after this. <laughs> oh, that was very nice. I know. Yeah. Uh, you are with Basha and Tian. This is our show, Lay Link, and you're on Joy. And welcome back to Lay Link here with Basha and Tian on Joy 94.9. Trying to decide if we have time for another two songs or one. Send us a text if you think we should on 0427 Joy 949 or email it on it at joy.org.au. Now, Basha. Yes, Tian. We're finally going to play the clip that we've been bashing on about. I know, because I put my foot down and thought, no, we're going to play it this week because we just got distracted every week. Now, this is basically, as they classify real lesbians, because I don't know what a fake lesbian is, (laughs) reacting to lesbian porn, even though it actually isn't. I don't think it's lesbian porn that they're watching. I think they're watching normal porn with lesbian scenes in it. So they're trying to make you think that this is lesbian porn. Yeah, before you rip all of the fun out of the situation. Now, it is a little bit graphic in their descriptions of what's going on. You will understand what they're saying. So if there are any children in the room, please do put them away. Or if you're a bit sensitive. Put them away. If, if there's any children in the room, put them away. I can't believe that just came out of my mouth. Put them in another room <laughs> is what you were trying to say. <laughs> Put them to bed. Put them back in their box. (laughs) (laughs) What? All right. Yes, and if you're a sensitive person and you may not like it, we apologise, but we think it's funny. (laughs) We think it's funny and we hope that other people think it's funny. You can find the clip, if you would like, at buzzfeed.com. Just search on their website for Real Lesbians React to Porn. And here we go. You're with Basha and Tian. Hi there. I'm Paula Ray. I'm 24 years old. She looks 44. I'm really, really into girls. I will never get, like, tired of sucking This seems like an Oscar winner right here. Who has that nails that long? Mistake number one when making lesbian porn, don't use straight girls that have fake nails. There is no lesbian that is that cruel to another lesbian. It will rip the vagina. Spit on my tits. Spit, spit tits. I have not, I'm not familiar with this practice, the spitting of the tits. Holy f- there's like six fingers in the vagina. <laughs> there's like six, oh my god. It's too many fingers. She looks fake. I hate this. They're calling her a bitch, that's not sexy at all. I feel like if this were me, it would probably give me a hernia. And the truth is, most lesbians can't even take that kind of penetration because gold star lesbians haven't even been with a guy, so they don't even like penetration that much. These are all straight girls because they can take a lot of shit in their vagina. These are strippers. <laughs> These are strippers. <laughs> oh my god. So now we have a. Oh my god! No, don't. Oh my god. No, they're not. She has a high. Oh, that's a high heel. That's a high heel in her. They're putting a shoe, a stiletto shoe, inside of her body. The, there's the entire shoe is going inside of her vagina. <laughs> she is yourself with a shoe. <laughs> She's deep throating the heel. That's how you know it's for men. Oh yeah, that's so sexy. You're licking that sharp stiletto that's also walked all around town after you shoved it up your vagina to catch another t- STD. I know what it sounds like to fake it and this sounds like you're faking it. She's faking an orgasm. You, If you are moaning when nothing's happening to you. And they're not even doing anything consistent. And the biggest thing too is girls need consistency. You can't just be like doing all of this. You have to have like a specific motion. I like to think of circles and shapes when I need specific motion. The ads are clearly targeted towards men. There's lots of Because if it was made for lesbians, they would be like a Home Depot ad on the side. I have yet to see a porno that was made for a lesbian. Lesbian porn is not made for lesbians, obviously. It's gross and it's not sexy and it's... 
not. I think that'll do. <laughs> that was pretty funny. We apologise to anyone who got offended. It uh, was so, tongue in cheek. As I said, you can find that on on BuzzFeed.com. It's called Real Lesbians Reacting to Porn or React to Porn. But they do make it. You are right, Butter, because there is there is some quite vital information in there, isn't there? Yes, they were talking about consistency, you know. And, and, and circles. Yes, yeah, see? Not using shoes other than <laughs> on your feet, you know. <laughs> that just creeped me out on so many levels. Yeah, Because when I had the stiletto, I'm like, stilettos are nice. I like to wear a stiletto, but yeah. no, I'm not going to do that with a stiletto. No, that's just a little bit that's wrong. That's wrong. It's a little bit wrong. We I need to, we need to find some, you know, but it's, it's funny because, yes, that's what they try to. I think that's what the industry tries to fob off as porn for ladies. Porn for ladies. But it's not. It didn't happen. No, they need to create porn by ladies for ladies. I'm sure there are some directors, I use that term loosely, out there that do create porn for lesbians that might be decent, but I've never seen or heard of any of them. So if if you do know of any, let us know. You can send us a um, confidential email at leelink at live.com.au, which is out of hours, so it's good. Now, if you'd like to send us a text, 0427JOY949, or you can email it on a at joy.org. Dot au yes see I, I remember some some porn I think it was shot in like in America in like the the nineties or something but uh, yeah I, I don't know of anything of recent but then I haven't really <laughs> been looking so you know <laughs> I'm yeah I don't recall the last time I googled lesbian porn <laughs> so maybe you should do that <laughs> yeah I don't want to because I'm scared what the search engine will do and what my computer will do as a result <laughs> clean out your history people clean out your history don't do it at work. <laughs> Interesting. Mm. Porn is interesting. We won't talk about porn. We won't tonight. talk about porn. We'll no. leave porn for another. Yeah, we'll leave for another time. night. Another time. That's or you I can just it. enjoy the fact that I think school holidays begin this weekend, so you can go to the movies and and the zoo, and you can watch lots of kids' movies because they're all coming out now, which I'm so excited. I'm more excited to see the kids' movies than to see the you, adult. You movies. actually want to see Despicable Me, don't you? It's so fluffy. Yes, I love that movie. Why do you do that voice? Because it's part of the... You see, you haven't seen the first one. No, I haven't. She gets a stuffed toy and she just screams it's so fluffy and it's just so cute. Okay. And only a few of my friends would actually know that because they've actually watched the movie. You're a little bit Mousy would. Mousy is one of them. Right, okay. All right, well, <laughs> I think we And might. Monsters University is also... It's a good one. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, that's enough from us for this week. So we have been talking about late-blooming lesbians. So if you are part of that community, well done, ladies. Thanks for joining Hurrah. the fold. Hurrah. Hurrah. You know. And uh, we did tell you all about Lesfest. And we did finally play the real lesbians reacting to lesbian porn. We finally did it, Tiana. Yay, did us. It. <laughs> we finally talked about something we said we were going to talk about. Yeah. But, yeah. So if you would like to email us out of Leilink Hours, you can do so by emailing leilink at live.com.au and also head over to our Facebook page and like it because we're on 182 Basha. We are chasing 200 likes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. So you've been listening to Basha and Tia and this is Leilin on Joy. And we'll be back 8pm next Wednesday. Good night. This Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.